This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go fuck yourself. Did I get some on it? That's that's juicy. That's a juicy one. That and it sounded that way. It's like I didn't even see the juice being spilled <laughs> upon the snowball here. But that was um, a that was a good one. Was thanks, good. For, thanks for doing that, Ag. Oh, it had a little bit of oomph. I had to linger on it. Yeah, I like that because sometimes you gotta linger. You know, sometimes you gotta let it linger. Yeah. You gotta you gotta stop and smell the roses <laughs> or the Easter seals. Well, welcome back to another episode of The Innocuous Bastards. Once again, we are a podcast that addresses current events, weird news, and our take on the day's most burning questions, hmm. all while under the influence. Hashtag allegedly. Ooh. Yeah. How was that for you, Mac? Can't that was good. Nothing. Well, I had a little bit of gin with my whiskey. Ew. That, yeah. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't, but it's working for me. It's working for me, yeah. You know, also was working for you was Pepper Jack, <laughs> Colby Jack, and Cheddar. That's what I do, man. I make so he just happen. did it in one bite. It just all went together. Jesus, <laughs> what? A, I'm breaking who new. Does that? I'm breaking new motherfucking ground. Sorry, he's an envelope break. I, I just, I just love cheese in, in general. Cheese is, cheese is my friend. Cheese is your friend, and I, I think it's like it's a good comfort food. Um, I think cheese and chips, nachos are good. It's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. I think a grilled cheese is also really good. I think plus uh, easy as shit to make. Yeah, those things are very easy, and, the, and it's comfort. So you get some carbs, you get some, you know, some some dairy, whatever protein in there. And um, if, if if you can, I know that's why you talk, people talk about cheese and wine. I think those are, that's another comfort uh, meal. I guess you can say cheese, wine, and bread. It's good for Italians. Oh, for anybody, really. It's not just necessarily a Euro thing. Yeah. Well, you can, you know, a lot of people are making their own cheese now. Well, that's gross. It does sound gross, but yeah. it's become kind of a whole little thing. This, this whole idea of being self-sustaining in your home and making products that you, you know, you technically can make, but, you know. I found out the other day how to make butter. Bullshit. No. Yeah, like, seriously. You, Why you take, would you find that out? You take, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, no, it was actually accidental. It was on, yeah, uh, it was, of it course, was. it was on YouTube. Something to do with churning but I, a stick. I, I, no, I was trying, I was trying, I was looking yeah. up, I was looking up a recipe for mac and cheese, right? Oh, wow. Who doesn't? And, uh, and then, of course, you know, the way, the way YouTube works is that, oh, that looks like an interesting video, so I'm going to click on that. And then, yeah. like, four levels down. And the, yeah. you basically you put the buttermilk in a in a in a mason jar, and yeah. you fucking shake it for like twenty minutes. So it's like a shake so that, kind of. So the, exactly. So yeah. the so the buttermilk or the milk and the butter separates, or the buttermilk separates from the. Uh, I don't know how it goes, but it's so, up. but sooner. But you know, like literally twenty minutes later, 15, 20 minutes later, then you could strain the the milky part, and you have fucking butter. Yeah. And it's like right there, and all you're doing is shaking the motherfucking thing off, you know. But you know what's easy, like even easier. One is masturbating. <laughs> Two, you can just go to the, uh, you know, the market up the street and just buy a stick of butter. <laughs> I'm just saying. After the 20 minutes, that's a long time. You can do both. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you can do both. I think the point was is that I made butter. 
Yeah. Um, but she hot did. baby butter. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. maybe. Baby, baby butter batter butter butler. But I think speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, um, you know, especially here, again, uh, I think you already found out, uh, again, um, we, we uh, clarified that during the last episode that we are a Portland-based podcast. Unfortunately. Not that you hadn't known that forever, but yeah. um, we are a Portland-based podcast. And one of the things that's definitely prevalent here um, in, our, in our fair city are, um, Annoying people. Are, are people with chickens in their backyards. Ugh. I think that's... Uh, I know Portlandia, the TV show, made fun of that, parodied that yeah. somehow, and... Uh, uh, I think it's been parodied by, by a bunch of other a bunch of other shows and programs, but uh, I would think I think we should talk about that after the break. I'm, you know? I'm, I'm ready to give that it's a run for its money. Let's delve. It's, it's we shall delve. Deep. We shall. And I and um, through a, a quick uh, search on the interwebs, apparently it's called urban homesteading. So oh Jesus! We'll talk about yeah, that. I'm ready for it. We'll be back soon. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> so, chickens yeah. in the backyards. Um, Gross. Mac, that irritates the shit out of you. It does. Um, it, it does seem like, especially here for Portland, it, does, it, 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 it was attached a bit to the hipsters. That like, is okay, so the hipsters, you've got, you've got beards, mustaches, short denim shorts, and you've got chickens in your backyard. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is that they're trying to be something that they're not, which is old-timey. And old-timey was not good. Let's just put that out there right now. Old-timey sucked. Uh, a lot of things about being in the olden days were not so good. I don't think anybody reaches back in earnest for the olden days, unless it's to be retro or to be cool somehow. And to me, taking care of some chickens... Uh, so you can go brag to your friends. You know, I've got some brown some brown eggs over here. You know, you might want to try some of these things. <laughs> I think that's kind of a waste of time and money and energy and just in general, your soul. It's just bad for your soul. And, and then the other part of it, of course, is that you're the only backyard in your neighborhood that has chickens. Maybe <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean. Certainly. So what the hell yeah. is up with that? Yeah. Unless you are in an area where there are a lot of like-minded people, like-minded hipsters who, uh, and then you Mississippi, are... Mississippi, probably Mississippi is one. And then you have a lot of, you know, then you have backyard after backyard with chickens in them. But even then, I don't think they do. I think they just like the idea of being somehow retro, like they think that they're contributing to the benefit of the world, but they're really not doing like If you go into the store, they have eggs. Right. <laughs> You're not like cutting down on egg right. consumption or yeah. purchasing. It's there. We're not running out. But AG uh, found out a little bit a uh, little bit ago. But I don't think the, really the focus is contributing to the world. It's about maybe contributing to themselves. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you're getting down to the to the meat of the matter there. Yes, that's uh, the marrow, the, the bone. <laughs> no, I mean it's. I, I'm I'm for it, and I'm, I also think it can get very very pretentious and. And uh, self-serving. Mm-hmm. The I kind of I mean the the aesthetic is something that's you know it's okay. I think people want more control. They want control of their stuff. They want control right. of where things are coming from. They want to know where it is. They want to know who made it. Problem is, a lot of people don't know what they're fucking doing. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, it, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. I think. Like and, you're saying, like oh, so and so is doing it, so maybe I should I should do it too. Yeah, and then it does become sort of a, 
you know, it's just one of those peer pressure things. Like, I've got chickens, you know. Oh, I've got to get chickens. And it's like, well, do the chickens want you, you know? No, they don't. They absolutely do not want white people. But the reason for the chickens in the backyard, of course, is to get fresh eggs, right? Well, that's one of the reasons. Another reason is uh, it keeps pests down, you know, as they eat bugs and shit. Yeah. Another reason, and I have had chickens, just, you know, this is a few years ago. But one of the things is their poop's really good for making plants grow, so... Really? Oh, the oh, poop! Excellent. For yeah. It. yeah, it's really yeah. good. So is elephant poop. I mean, I mean, he, it, no one's it. owning elephants. So that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think that these people really think that they're doing anything for the the benefit of society. Or really, they're just doing it to be cool. They're doing it to be hip. They're doing it for the beard. They're doing it for whatever they're doing. But I think actually supporting farmers markets and local people who know what the fuck they're doing is actually a better idea than. You know, Joe Blow on the corner with his with his like five chickens, uh, it, it growing like really bad corn stalks and and doing doing whatever he's doing, trying to be that way, living off the grid while you're on the grid is extremely annoying to me. And I think they should just all go away. Well. It's not necessarily about uh, living off the grid. Uh, the urban homesteading while well, living a, on the grid, or living on the grid, pretending while, that they're right. organ pioneers. Well, urban homesteading, by definition, is associated with residents' uh, residents' desire to live in a more environmentally conscious manner, yeah, and, and of course that includes. We talked about chickens already, but some of the other animals that that urban homesteaders raise would include goats, rabbits, fish. Yeah. Uh, worms or bees, beekeepers. And are they going to eat any of those things? Absolutely not. They're not going to eat any of those those critters that are on their land. Well, like the whole thing with chickens was that chickens maybe have like two years of egg laying, and then they kind of peter out, and it's like, well, then what are you do? Are you going to eat it? Barbecue. Are you going to kick it? I mean, are you going to kill it? Yeah. And kick it. Kick it. <laughs> kick it. Can I kick it? Yes, I can. Uh but it, that becomes the next this end of life thing. It becomes right. like, oh shit, I'm going to have to kill this thing. Yeah, it's going to become barbecue. Those people aren't going to be able to do it. And then also, it's like, it's a, now it's an old chicken. You know, it's not yeah. like great meat or anything. So, so it's kind of a waste. The whole thing is a waste. So but, they're, they're wasting lives, they're wasting time. Wasting chicken. They're homes. wasting chickens. And then part of, the, part of urban homesteading also is uh, resource reduction. So using solar. Or alternative energy sources, harvesting rainwater. Hear, hear a lot about that. Yeah, using gray water. Um, what? Using gray water. Gray water is kind of used water, and oh, you're just reusing fuck it. That just reuse piss <laughs> at that point. What's Lined, the matter with these people? It's, it's like shower water, like stuff that's not really contaminated. Oh, that's yummy. So well, you're you not could, drinking it. Yeah, you could use it to flush a toilet, for instance. You can use gray water. How many uh, people are actually doing this, though? How many percentages on Let's that go door to door and we'll fight it. I want to know. Like, how many people are actually seriously doing this shit? Drying clothes, uh, using alternative transportation such as bicycles and buses. Again, this is very oh. built for Portland. Uh, edible landscaping is also part of urban <laughs> homesteading. So, growing fruit, vegetables, um, you know, so the backyard gardens basically. Yes, uh, edible arrangements. Farms. Victory garden. Yeah. Victory gardens. Yeah, it kind of harkens back to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Medicinal plants, i.e., marijuana. Converting lawns into gardens. Um, lawns. La- lawns. <laughs> lawns into gardens. So self-sufficient living. Um, again, it's all about it's all about being. Um, it's all about reusing, it's repairing. All about bullshit is what it is. You Recycling. Know, and it's I, the aesthetic is okay. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. But what it's kind of troubling is that all the time you're going to be spending in trying to keep the self-sustaining, you know, yeah. enterprise going. 
It's just it's so much minutia that we've tried so hard to get away from. You yeah. know, Oregon Trail people come out here, they didn't want, you know, to have to hand wash their clothes all the time and yeah. I think if they had the convenience of Oh, a laundry machine. Perfect. They would more be time all over this lifestyle. They'd yeah, they be would, like, they'd love fuck it. yes. Are you kidding me? The shit that we just came from, I'm all for this shit over here. Yeah. Uh, one, one more thing I want to focus on, then I'm going to jump into something you said earlier, Mac. But mm. community food sourcing, such as foraging, gleaning, and trading. Dumpster um, diving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, food preservation. And again, uh, I'm going to refer back to the show Portlandia, but they talked about you know pickling. But... Yeah. This includes canning, drying, freezing, cheese making. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, anyway, uh, and fermenting, butter making, um, butter making. Butter. But um, I think you know when it comes to, I'm sorry, to your point earlier, Ag, in terms of we went, you know, we've developed ourselves so that we don't, so that we've gone beyond that. We've gone beyond the need for that. Yeah. And but Mac, if what if the grid all of a sudden dissolved? What if it all of a sudden stopped? Oh, we're all fucked. There's no doubt about that. But wouldn't it be awesome to have such skills as butter making no, and, no. Uh, and foraging be- and cheese making? these motherfuckers who are in town doing this shit are on the grid. They, as much as they, they pretend to be like they don't rely on the grid, they fucking rely on the goddamn no, grid. No, I understand that. But what, what I'm saying is that they're honing that skill. Are they going to give skills. a fuck about those chickens after the grid goes down? No. The chickens are going to die, or they're going to be eaten by rac- by raccoons or possums within about a week. But you don't know that. Go- chickens are easily eaten by raccoons and possums in town, all the, like all the time. I'm just saying. I think when the grid goes down, they'll get a, they will be more protective because Bullshit. that is it. The thing you is, know when the grid goes be- down, it's whoever has the gun. We're <laughs> making all best are making guns. Yeah, and then we can go make them. Make the chickens and the butter and the cheese for yeah. me. Yeah, Some, or, someone else is going to make yeah, that happen. Exactly. Fucking, you know, point the gun at the chicken. He's just lay an egg, lay the fucking egg. Well, down. no, what's going to happen is you're going to have the same con- uh, consul uh, consolidation, consola- consolidation Consol- of power, consonus of power. Consolidation. You're going to have that because you're going to have the people who have the most. You know, aggressive tactics and the most guns and the people who do those things are going to be the ones telling people what to do. It's not going to be the hipster in charge. Are you kidding me? The hipster with uh, he spends you know more of his time like combing his beard and and making sure his mustache is just right and having his clothes just raggedy enough to look like he didn't buy them at the goodwill or he didn't buy them. wherever he bought them. He maybe he made them he made them all himself. Those people are not going to be at the top of the food chain. They're just too timid. Let's just say that. They're very timid <laughs> they're people. Be, they're just they're too conscious of the environment and things. And it's the people that... But they're, they're not really conscious. They, they don't know what it really means to live. Like, put them out. Let's do... I think Bear Grylls is going to be the guy running the show. Because <laughs> that guy can eat whatever the hell he eats. He drinks his own urine. Drinks his own urine. Those people aren't going to do that. The, drinking their own urine means, like, drinking a PBR. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what that comes down to. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Sorry, AG. I did yeah. notice that there is a... Did you see what's on the can yeah. here? There's like a freaking old-timey <laughs> diver guy with a diving bell. And he probably has a mustache under that mask. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com.
I just feel like urban homesteading does what contain, um, you know, training and, and kind of knowledge training? that allows people to be self self sustainable. No, we've gotten people just you and me and all company present here. We've gotten away from how to kind of live your life. I mean, yeah. Uh, Everything's just so fucking easy, you know. You buy it from the store. I'm fine so, with that. Like, fine I, with I mean, who's going to distill the whiskey? Who Fuck is going to distill the whiskey? Now, those are the people that I want to save first. Those are the people who know how to make moonshine. <laughs> those are the people that I want to save first because, really, at, at that point, you're just relying on and random uh, vegetation. Which, over time, you're going to enough people will die eating the wrong vegetation. So you're going to learn from them, I'm, I'm, but I, I want my gratification now. I want my gratification now. Even if all the lights go off, I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm taken care of. I want my gratification yesterday. Yesterday, even. Where's my fucking gratification? <laughs> yes, yesterday. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> well, let's talk about maybe the future of, of, of urban homesteading. Uh, as yeah. things become easier, do you think that as things become easier and easier and easier, that there will be... that? People's time uh, will be will allow for a little bit more of. Hmm. Now I don't have to think about. I don't have to work too hard for these things. And let's say I free up three quarters of my time. Maybe I will, you know, uh, focus on urban homesteading. <laughs> Good Lord! Actually, to, to, just to take it back a notch, if people would all the, the amount of attention and and fervor and anger and fear that they put into religion. If they put that into urban farming, I'd be completely fine with that. If, if, if everybody were to just live off their own little plot and not to just like be offended by every little, de- little detail that the, the neighbor has and just take themselves not so goddamn seriously, I'd be fine with all that. I'd be fine with urban farming, with the mustaches and the beards. I'd be fine with all that. Well, forget the mustaches and the beards, okay? What I mean, but the the... the by itself, urban homesteading, the whole premise of it and the whole... You know, idea of it and and the whole practice of it. Forget the hipsters, okay? Let's say let's say you and you're not a hipster. You're far from being a hipster, man. Far from being a hipster, right? But let's say let's say there was you know became a need, you know, and especially if you own property that allowed for urban homesteading to to to, you know to be a possibility. Why wouldn't you do it? Because it's a lot of work. No, but again, you know, but you know, if it comes to comes to a time where um, where maybe it's it's a necessity. Well, it's a necessity. Of course, I'll do it because I don't want to die of starvation. But that's the thing. But why not start now to learn the skills? Is what I'm Bullshit. saying. Bullshit. Society is not going to fall apart overnight. And these people who are doing it, they're not doing it because of that reason. They're doing it because it's a cool thing to do. You know what? Then urban they make home- themselves feel better by, by by doing it somehow. What's going to happen is urban homesteading consultants will happen first, right? Do you think? Yeah. I think they'll be automate. They'll be automate the urban homesteading. <laughs> Be robots that do the stuff for that you. That goes against the whole Fucking prep, prep purpose of it. But you it. make the robots, see? But then, they, then, but then the robots rebel against us. And then they have the, oh, the robot overlords, and then they have nuclear yeah. famine, and, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's nuclear not good. Family. Yeah. And then they. We've been this before. No, there'll be a company that comes out that's like, oh, you can have chickens, and this thing will take the chicken's eggs, it'll clean itself out. Yeah. So it'll be. You're doing it yourself, like but on your own not. property, except you don't really have to put the work in. You don't have to touch it ever. Oh. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, what if the, what I'm saying is, what if the grid <laughs> fell apart? 
What if the robots, there's nothing to power the robots? Unless you build maybe the corn or whatever. Chicken, or chicken shit chicken powered shit robots. Powers robots. Nature finds a way. That's Haven't true. you not seen Jurassic Park? That's true, that's true. Yeah. Nature about, finds a way. Anyway, but, you know, as an idea, as a concept, where do you, AG, stand on urban homes? I think it's on the, I'm on the plus side. I do think, mm. I actually think Mac has some sort of valid points on this. Mm. Maybe for the first time. For the Ever. first time in Ever. history. But it is a little self-serving sometimes, the, the people that do it. And it almost, it's, yeah, it's sort of like the new era of snootyism. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, wow, well, I grow my hmm, I grow um, my own goats. Yeah, I grow them and then <laughs> I feed them to the chickens. Hey, did you see the chickens in the back? Yeah. That's yeah. fine. So, but I mean, again, that's the, the idea is, is I'm okay with the idea. And I think, you know, part of it's just that we, especially houses in the city are so, like, right on top of each other. Hmm. This is probably more prevalent in the past when the houses are a little further apart and you could have your animals and your vegetation and all that sort of thing. Now it's... It's being compressed into a smaller space, and there's, I mean, it's almost like there's a little bit of a critical mass of it going on now. It's almost mm-hmm. a little bit, among certain groups, like you're expected to do these things. Right. So, I mean, I'm generally for it, but it does have its kind of like, I raise my eyebrow at it a few times. Agreed. Mac, find a positive. Well, I think if there's a positive is that the fact that I think people who want quality products, again, it kind of goes to our last episode when we were talking about generic versus brand name. I think you can find really good produce, really good um, meat and, and, and whatever it comes in, anything kind of from the farmer's markets. I think that the growth of farmer's markets is the true living off the grid at the end of the day because you're getting people who – have a passion for it. People who know yeah. what who know what they're doing. Yeah, and it's not a fashion thing. It's not a, 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 a status thing. It's not something that they're doing. They're doing this to make a living, and they're doing it right. And if you've ever been to a farmers market in Portland or in in, in, in any other city, you're going to find that the quality of the the of the product that you get there, while you're maybe paying a little bit more than you do at the uh, supermarket. Area. Sometimes yeah. not though. No, no and the prices are very, 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 very reasonable. But I think it, it, for the most part, you're going to see an overarching an elevation in pricing overall over, you know, across the board. I think that if you go to those places and support the lo- the local growers, you're going to be in much better shape. So that's the only thing that I can say that's good about the whole idea. And so I definitely support farmers' works. I think in neighborhoods, it gives them a sense of of being gives you know Montevello Farmers Market or the Irvington Farmers Market or the Portland State the, the, I mean yeah. uh, University but they're, they're like all over neighborhoods have that and I think that's where you're going to get the best stuff and, and a feeling of community the people who who do it because they you know they show up at a bar and they brag about things like that those people should just probably die yeah. Well, that's I mean, kind of my. They thing. probably won't because they're self-sufficient. But no, they're they, probably going to die first. And as soon as as soon as the grid goes down, those motherfuckers are dying first. Because they're going to get some kind of like something mixed up. They're going to eat a chicken that's gone up. egg that's gone bad. Yep. Because there's no safety. You know, there's no net. refrigeration. They're diving into dumpsters and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, it's bad news. Well, I'm all about. I'm all about you know being able to self-sustain, especially when it comes to. Yeah, uh, you know, oh. to you know, especially when it comes to situations that where where it's, where it's called for. So I'm all about at least like for me, I would love to learn about it. Like I would love to learn what it takes to 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 have urban home, you know, an urban homestead. Especially if I've got the the property to do it. 
you know, forget where I where I'm living right now, and then forget you know the ur the really urban areas where this is not going to be possible. But I'm all for you know for like community gardens and shit like that where people do take care of their own thing uh, in, in a co communal setting like that. Because I mean, wh why not? Why not try to try to get skills to make yourself self, self sustainable? Well, that could be the next thing. Is that you know, there's going to be more communities designed to allow people to grow their own stuff and maybe even share resources. Right. As it is now, if you're doing this in your backyard, well, you have to have a coop. You have to have all this stuff. And it's, I mean, if you could centralize this and have people sort of share some of these resources, like share a coop, right. you know, that may be the next thing is more sort of community-minded urban homesteading. Whereas yeah. now it's just like I've got my wall or my, my fence and everything in that is mine and – that's how some people want it. They just want to be absolutely um, independent on that matter. But I think you can, as, as we go forward, there may be more planned communities, apartment buildings would have sort of things built in for people to take advantage of, of uh, self-sustaining practices. And I think the other part of it, too, is, I mean, we're, we have, yeah, we have all the natural resources that we have now, but that's, that's not unlimited. You know, I think we all need to do our part, and I'm looking at you, Mick. I think we all need to do our part to try to to try to see what we can do to contribute to it somehow. And yeah. again, it's it's yeah. it's easy not to think about it now, yeah. because everything it does come easy for us, whether it's in the form of, you know, the grocery stores or the farmers markets or whatever. I'd rather put it off until later. You know, like next, like next, like next week probably. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Next week, we're going to talk about procrastination. <laughs> we just might well. But maybe we don't put it off. Well, we might put it off. God damn you. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts about urban homesteading. Do you have chickens in your backyard? If fuck you. you. <laughs> if you do, congratulations and fuck you. And um, yeah, that's where we're at. That's where it is. We'll we'll see you. Peace out. We'll see you yeah. next week.